Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be here? Yes. Once again, it's my privilege to stand here to share God's word in this special theme. In fact, the time is a little bit advanced to me. Thank God for that. As we sense from the beginning, what is the day today? Day of? Day of deliverance. Deliverer is here. Deliverer is here. Today is the day of deliverance. So today I title the message, Jesus is the deliverer. He is in our midst. As we know from the scripture, who is it? what is deliverer means it? Deliverer means the one who delivers, as we know, the one who releases or rescues, the one who preserves. The Lord raised up a deliverer to Israel. Moses was the deliverer of the Israelites from Egypt. So, delivery is a person who saves someone from painful or a bad experience. As we read in the opening scripture, that is Isaiah 43, 1, 11, it says, I am the Lord and there is no deliverer besides me. I am the Lord, there is no deliverer besides me. That says in NLC. Isaiah 41, the same 43.11, New Kingdom's version says, I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me, there is no Savior. Amen? Amen. There is no other Savior than our Lord Jesus Christ. So what I wanted to present to you, deliverer is no one, he is the same savior. Jesus Christ is the savior, Jesus Christ is the deliverer. What is deliverance? Deliverance means, it's a noun. Release from the captivity, slavery, oppression, or any restraint. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted, to preach deliverance to the captives. That's what said about our Lord Jesus Christ. God sent me to save your life by the great deliverance. Who said it, you know? Joseph in the Old Testament. When all his brothers came to him to meet him in Egypt, he said, it is God who made it. He said, God sent me to save your life from a great deliverance. So we know from the Old Testament and the New Testament, there is deliverance. As we are discussing the uh, open scripture, today the presence of God is here. As we had a special praise and worship night, and if you sense the glory of God is here. Definitely there is a deliverance. Amen. 
Amen? Let us see a few of the deliverance what is recorded in the Bible. So who is the, what or the, how he is going to deliver us, in what he is going to deliver us. In John 5, 1 to 9, if you go through it, it says about a man at a Bethesda pool was healed. The lame man had been paralyzed for 38 years. He lay by the pool of Bethesda because many believed the water had healing power. When Jesus encountered the invalid, he asked him, Do you want to be healed? Verse 6. The man answered and revealed much more than the physical condition. What it is answered? Verse 7. Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up and while I am going another steps down before me. Here, what we learn from here, the scripture says there are great multitude of people over there. Different kind of people were there. What it says, in there a great multitude, verse 3, great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. If these kinds of people are there, blind, lame, paralyzed, and so on, there may be some relatives besides them. That made them, it's a great. This man was 38 years, he was infirmity, disabled. And here, more than the healing, when the Lord asked him, what did he say? There is no one. No one to take me. When among the multi great multitude of people, even though half of them are disabled, half among them the different infirmities, blind, paralyzed, or so on, there may be attenders, but for this man, how many years he was there, we do not know. But the, the point he brought to us, to Jesus Christ, is I am lonely. There is no one to take me. So that's why we learn from here, although they're surrounded by the people, the man was alone. He had no one to help him, no one to care for him. Yes, Jesus healed the man's body. But Jesus did much more for him as well. Jesus shattered his loneliness. Jesus said the man's need when no one else did, he sees yours as well today. Loneliness. If any of you feel that you are lonely, lonely means it is not something that you go and sit in one corner or a, in your office, in your home or anything. We may live together in one home, one house. We may sleep together. We may work together. But still, you may feel loneliness in your life because no one loves you, no one cares for you. If you feel that, if you are in that situation, feeling lonely, even in a spiritual life, physical life, family life, working place, 
for the children even in the school if you feel lonely no one is there to love you or to care for you jesus christ is there to deliver you from your loneliness jesus said to him get up pick up your mat and walk the scripture says five verse 9 immediately say immediately to your neighbor immediately the man was made well and took up his bed and walked today the same lord is here immediately your loneliness will go you are going to take up your mat and go amen, amen? secondly your deliverer removes sickness and obstacles from your life luke chapter 4 verses from 38 and 41 it is about the healing of peter's mother in law i am not going to read the scripture just note down because of the short time we have to go more fast once when jesus visited peter's home peter's mother in law was sick with a high fever the scripture tells us that jesus rebuked the fever and it left her and the scripture says again immediately she is able to cook and serve and the word spread quickly when jesus christ rebuked the fever because he has the authority the fever went off immediately she started cooking and serving the lord whatever your sicknesses so in this case see when the time of jesus christ there are different occasion different experiences he had whenever he is there people always used to gather and crowded and rush to meet him for different reasons to see miracles or to receive miracles to find fault always he is crowded most of the time he tried to escape from the crowd to be alone in these two occasions he himself went he when you go through the scripture it is very clearly says he know him he went to him he knows that he was in the previous one. he was there for this many years and he was disabled in the same way he he, he himself personally came to peter's house and she he found the mother in law was sick immediately he pray and he rebuke and deliver her from the sickness many other in need came to peter's home after that so many people have come and they were all healed many came for different needs all of them were healed that's what the scripture says so jesus sees you and he knows your need and he is able to heal your sicknesses and remove all your obstacles thoroughly and completely Amen. when the healing comes from our lord it is always thorough and it is complete Amen. so the verse 40 says at sunset the people brought jesus all who had various kinds of sicknesses and laying his hands on each one and he healed them thirdly jesus delivers 
and break the chains or the bondages. Acts chapter 16, 25 to 34. You know about Paul and Silas were put into prison. So Jesus literally broke Paul and Silas out of prison in Philippi. The, just to picture the sense. It was in the midnight, in a dungeon. It was darkness. So the two missionaries were bound with chains physically. What they were doing? They were praying and singing hymns as we did today. Some of us, if you miss it, that is the way you can get delivered from your bondages. When God used an earthquake to break the chains and open the doors through this dramatic event, God saved an entire family and brought glory to himself. Again, in this portion, chapter 16, verse 26 says, Immediately, all the doors were opened. Immediately, all the doors were opened. That is the way God set us free. It is imaginable. You cannot imagine it. So this is the God's way to set us free from bondage. So it is not only the physical. You may think that you are not, you never ever gone through that kind of experience in your life. It is not the physical bondage or chains. We were all bound with many spiritual bondages, emotions, mental, spiritual, traditions, so on, the religion. So that you are bound, if you are bound with such a chains or bondages, Jesus Christ is the deliverer to set you free from all kinds of bondages. So they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. That is the abundance of God's blessing. Fourthly, your deliverer overpowers the evil spirit. In Mark 5, 1 to 20, if you go through it, even demons recognize the power of Jesus. Once in the synagogue, when Jesus encountered a demon possessed man, the demon asked, Have you come to destroy us? The demon knew Jesus had a full authority to not only simply to cast it out and also to destroy it. Demons know it. The power of Jesus. Even in the scripture, verse 4, he says, he says, Jesus of Nazareth, holy one of God. See the confession of demons. Do you know demon doesn't know Jesus Christ? Demon knows more than we about Jesus Christ. That's what here he says. He believes he has all power, all authority, not only to cast out the demon, even to destroy the demons, the evil spirit. You may be thinking, it is not for you. Whatever is not of the Holy Spirit, whatever is not, whatever stands between, as I said, between us and the Lord, our God is the Holy God, 
all our actions and behaviors are by the evil spirit. Not possessed, but the sinful nature is in us. God is, the Lord Jesus is here to deliver us from all kinds of evil spirits. He still has power to overcome demons today. And he still delivers you from their grasp. He, what did he say? Be quiet! He shouted. Jesus said, slowly, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injury. That's what the scripture says. So God can deliver us from evil spirits as well. Fifthly, Jesus delivers us or calms every storm you encounter in your life. Today is very common. There are different types of storms in our life. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. Mark chapter 4, 35 to 41. Sin has broken everything, including nature and the weather, making our world a dangerous place at this time. One night, the disciples experienced this on the Sea of Galilee. The wind grew so strong that the waves broke into a boat, returning their very lives. They woke the sleeping Jesus and ask, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? His action proved his care for them. He rebuked the wind and immediately the sea calmed. That night, Jesus exploded the disciples' understanding of who he was. Jesus able to calm every storm you encounter. But until the wind comes, let's keep our focus on him. When I go through this, another example is there. You know, after feeding 5,000 multitude, or the, uh, feeding the 5,000, Jesus sent them people away and asked the disciples, let us go to the other side of the shore. And he, the other scripture says, he urged them to go to the other side. And he climbed onto the mountain and he was praying. It was in the evening. When the, when the disciples was in the middle of the sea, there was a storm. They were frightened. They were all alone. They were frightened. And they cried. But, even though Jesus is far from them physically, but his eyes was upon them, he walked on the water, reached them, even when he reached them, they could not believe, they feared, and they were afraid, the Bible says, they shouted as if it is a ghost. But Jesus said, be calm, do not be afraid, it is I. This was without Jesus Christ. But what we see in Mark 4, 35, 41, with Jesus Christ, some of us may be thinking that, I am, Jesus is with me. Jesus is with me, yes, indeed, I have, we have Jesus in our life. The same experience disciples had when they are sailing the boat. He said, let us go. 
But just imagine, even though Jesus is there in the boat, there was a storm. Don't think that without Jesus, storms came. Even with Jesus, there, there, there is an opportunity for, for us to face storms in, the, in our life. You know, what is the reason? We know, the Bible says, the promise says that our God never sleeps nor slumber. Amen? Amen? But here, the scripture says, he was sleeping down. They went and woke him up. You know, what is the reason? You know, what is the reason? I felt it is because there is no fellowship, no one to sit with him or talk with him. Even though the disciples were there, they let him all alone. They let him to sleep. Even you imagine, if you go in the drive with somebody with your car, if all of them are sleeping, what you will do? If you don't have fellowship, even when you're traveling, any travel, if you go with somebody, if you don't fellowship, if you don't interact, you will let the other person to sleep. It, I understood this. Like what? How much fellowship is most important for us? Some of us, very casually, take it as an optional for the fellowship. Option. If we wish, if everything continues, we will come. Otherwise, no problem. This is only night. It is not a cell meeting. It is not a worship. If you let that, that means you are missing the fellowship. You are letting Jesus to sleep. You will face storm in your life. I'm not threatening you. Just I'm encouraging you. Even if there is a storm. What I want to the point is, with Jesus or without Jesus, storm, if storm is strong. What kind of storm you are facing, God knows it. If that is the storm, God is, he is there to deliver you from that out of storm. Amen. Our God is the one who will lead you through storms or even over the storms. Amen. All glory to God. Amen. You are deliverer. Two minutes. You are deliverer free from bondage of to sin. Galatians 5.1 When all we and look at all other things. Sin was, what we say all together, the sin was our master before we know him. We were sin slave. We had no power to break its hold on us. But then Jesus died and everything is changed. Jesus has the power of, because of his death, he has the power. When he came from the grave, he has the power to overcome the sin and the death. Everyone who has a saving relationship with Jesus Christ or accepted him as a master of our life, we will be saved. So, what is expected? It is for the freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand. It is expected for us to stand firm. Then, do not let yourselves be burdened against any yoke of slavery. Those of us who belong to him know where we spend eternity. Jesus is able to deliver you from all these things and more. Loneliness, sickness, bondages, evil spirit, storms, even from sicknesses. For instance, he uses trials and difficulties 
to refine and purify our faith. Yet, Jesus will always deliver, deliver us. Jesus will always deliver us in all things. Sometimes he delivers us from circumstances, never allowing them to enter our life. Sometimes Jesus delivers us out of, rescues us through and thoroughly bringing us to his side in glory. Whether Jesus delivers from out of or through, he always delivers. Glory, hallelujah to his name. Jesus is our mighty deliverer who delivers us and he saves our life. Amen. May God bless us. Talk to God on your seat. Commit all your ways unto God. Commit everything that concerns you all to God. It will set you free. What are those areas you are experiencing conflict? Commit everything unto God. What are that cross junction that you don't know what to do? He will deliver you. He will show you what to do. Glory be to God. The name of the Lord will be glorified. You shall testify to the glory of God. And his name shall be honored. Blessed be the holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Tell your neighbor, Jesus delivers. Tell yourself, I am free. I am delivered. You see, if you see the letter of Paul to the Colossians, in Colossians 3:16, he said, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. I must confess that Apostle Paul enjoys singing as we have heard this night. I can boldly tell you that. He loved singing. He commanded in the book of Ephesians 5, we are not going to read this, 17 to 21, again, telling people to sing. When you read verse 19, it says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and make melody in your heart to the Lord. That we have done today. That we have shown today. The Lord that deliver is here. Like Pastor mentioned in his message, when Paul and Silas was locked up, we all know what happened. He put to practice his hobby. Let's open that Acts 16. Quickly, the, the, as Pastor mentioned, it's 20, from 25 to 26. Quickly, Act 16, 25 and 26. Let's first examine 25a. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Somebody is supposed to be worried. What is that in your heart that is disturbing you? What is that thing that you think that God 
He's not answering you. He will deliver you. All you need to do is to sing and appreciate him. 5B say, you see, when they, when they sang, it's not just singing alone. The choir, the praise and worship, they have sung for all this night. What were we doing? We were listening. It's also here. The prisoners were listening. They were all listening as we have listened this night. But what is the effect? That is in, that is in the verse 26. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaking and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chain were loose. I pray every chain that burned you down are loose right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's be on our feet. Let us be on our feet. You are free in the mighty name of Jesus. For the deliverance that God has given to all that are in bondage is giving you the same deliverance this night in the mighty name of Jesus. You see, David understand this. He understand it. That is why he was delivered and blessed, including all his generation. The deliver, deliverance that God is giving you this night shall extend to all your generation in this, Jesus' name. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to appreciate you. We bless your holy name because this program has been chosen right from heaven. The topic has been ordained right from heaven. We thank you because you have laid your hand over your children and you have set them free. Father, we glorify you. I commit each and every one of you into the almighty God that he will deliver you from all your bondage in the mighty name of Jesus. The blessing of God shall set you free in the mighty name of Jesus. He will grant you success from that area of your life that you have been looking up unto him in the mighty name of Jesus. The mercy of God shall follow you. And he will deliver you. He will set you free in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever you need help, wherever you need assistance, and I pray and I decree that Lord Almighty will set you free in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever you are troubled, he will speak comfort to your life in the mighty name of Jesus. When you are weary, he will lift you up in Jesus' name. He will strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. Always, God shall be there for you at every point in time in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Father, we appreciate you for your children that you have used for your glorious night. We thank you for this night. We glorify you for every member of praise and worship. Father, you have used them. They have downloaded everything they have for us. Father, upload them in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your mighty spirit anoint them all in the mighty name of Jesus. The anointing from heaven that we enable them to continuously serve you wholeheartedly in sing and praises. Father, I decree it into their life in Jesus' name. Thank you, almighty God. I bless the technical team. I glorify your holy name because this night has been a wonderful night. I thank you, Lord, because we call upon you. You answer our prayer. I bless the congregation. What you have done in their life shall remain permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we go now, Father, go ahead of us in Jesus' name. Next year is another year of celebration. Next year, Lord, 
we want to be part of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Let our testimony be great in Jesus' name. Let's remember this night and testify to the glory of God in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God. All other ones that you have used, all other children that you have used for this program, your servant, the minister of God, the council member, even the congregation, Father, continue to anoint them more in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your spirit flow in their life in Jesus' name. As we go, Lord, Father, go ahead of us in Jesus' name. Let your name be glorified. See us through safely to our different homes in the mighty name of Jesus. And for the rest of the year, all our program, we commit it unto you. We have succeeded in this. For the rest, we are going to succeed in Jesus' name. Blessed be your holy name. For those that are not here, Father, we remember them. Bless them, deliver them, set them free in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. The month is going to an end, Father, that area of our life that we want to testify before the end of the month. Father, perfect it for us in Jesus' name. Thank you, almighty God, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God, goodness and mercy shall follow us. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name.